The Holy Gospel according to Matthew, the fifth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. They began, and then he began to speak and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Well, grace and peace to you in the name of the one who blesses, the one who loves, and the one who calls us to do the same for each other. Jesus Christ. Amen. A very blessed All Saints Sunday to one and all as we gather in this worship service of remembrance and praise for the saints among us and the saints of God in eternity. This day is about celebrating the baptized people of God, living and dead, who are the body of Christ. That is why we center around the baptismal font for the remembrance of the saints, to remember the promises of our baptism. This month, November, in general, it heralds the dying of landscapes in many northern regions just like our own. And our readings and liturgy today call us to remember that all who have died in Christ Their baptism is now complete. This day is about celebrating the love of God that God has for God's children that can never be overcome by death. As we heard in that passage of Romans I read after the remembrance. Rather, it is a necessary and unavoidable part of uh, the whole experience of this life And as I've already said, truly the completion of our baptismal journey. But perhaps these doctrinal truths aren't so uplifting in an overwhelming year of death and disease. The pandemic has undoubtedly exposed us all to a lot more death than we experience any other year or even in our lifetime. So not only do we have that many more saints departed to remember, but also that many more witnesses of faith in the midst of suffering. And what is more, I hope that like me, you've seen 
how much the character of God has been reflected through human-to-human interaction, human care this past year. Through all of the frontline workers taking care of so many patients, helping them either to die in comfort or to move toward healing. Even in the kind and caring actions of all the volunteers in this country yesterday as the nationwide testing began. I hope that like me and my wife, you had a very positive and caring experience. And we have been looking especially to all of the public leaders who are trying to encourage us to take care of each other instead of selfishly worrying about our own health. All of these qualities lift up the character of God, who, as you heard me indicate in my greeting, is the one who blesses, who loves, and who calls to action. Matthew's Beatitudes are helpful in the context of All Saints Sunday and the waning weeks of this tumultuous year that is 2020. The journey through this lectionary cycle, our annual schedule of reading through Matthew, it ends in just a few short weeks on Christ the King Sunday. And then comes the beginning of Advent. Because each year Advent is the beginning of our church calendar year, and we leave Matthew's Gospel. Not at the end, but with a foreshadow of Christ's crucifixion. A dark way to end the church calendar year. But these Beatitudes today help set us up with an understanding and perspective about the great and steadfast character of God in the midst of a world of sin and death and disease. As easy as it is to become overwhelmed by all these dark things, even the death of our Savior None of it is too overwhelming for the almighty and all-powerful love of our God. By way of reminder, I'll pause here to remind you that these blessings from the Beatitudes are not meant in the way that we typically think. They are not a reward for doing something right. No, rather, they are the, the more helpful translation would be happy or glad. It is about the perspective, the character that the children of God benefit from simply by belonging to God. Therefore, celebrating someone as a saint of God is about lifting up and having hope in their baptismal promises, celebrating their very character by virtue of being God's child, made in God's very image. But it is also about celebrating the ways in which we mediate the blessings mentioned by Jesus in his Sermon on the Mount. We are mediators of the blessings God has for this world. To mediate the blessings before us today means the ways in which their content with God, no matter the circumstance, can provide a powerful witness and the most amazing praise of God. In spite of this call to a happy perspective, chemical imbalances in our brain can sometimes make this reality seem impossible, especially in a year with a pandemic 
social unrest, and a long list of natural disasters the world over. But the book of Revelation offers some guidance in this regard. How do we navigate our spirit out of the darkness that is all around us? Well, in our first reading from this seventh chapter of Revelation, we are washed in a witness of faith in the midst of suffering. As the introduction to the reading points out, this passage is a response to the question that immediately proceeds in the in chapter 6. It is also a question that is refrained throughout our experiences of suffering in this life. Who is able to stand? Who is able to endure all of this suffering? At times, the answer can be unclear. But in pointed encouragement is declared by the bold words from this seventh chapter of Revelation. Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. There have been enough times in my life when I felt I could no longer stand. In the midst of one episode of suffering or another, but somehow God has been beside me and helped me to stand. Through the loving care of my wife, my family, my friends, my community in Christ. To remember that important quality of God's character. That God never abandons us or our loved ones, even in death. To remember this quality is the greatest way to utter that praise. Amen. Praise be to God forever. Remembering our God's eternal love and mercy through Christ's death and resurrection is how we praise God and give thanks for all the saints today, both living and no longer. Well, my family wanted to share a meaningful song with you in this regard called Remember Me by the artist Mark Schultz. Its words lift up our call to remember Christ through every experience of this life, because our God has done the same for us through Jesus. So as I play this song for you, although it's not a professional cover by any means, may it inspire you to celebrate the saints in your midst and that have been a part of your lives today, both living and dead, and to remember that Christ is with you. Always. Sanctuary 